Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. You are loved, you belong, and you have a unique purpose from God. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. Here's today's message. Here we are at the end of 2021, the last time we're gathering on a Sunday together for this year. And the way we exit a season is how we'll enter a season. So I want us to exit this year remembering Jesus is our legacy. And then he takes whatever we plant and by his grace and glory, he can use it for his advancement in his kingdom. And our yes to Jesus is the greatest answer that we can ever leave behind is responding to his yes that's already loved us first. Uh, This weekend was heroic and legendary. There was so much happening. I want to thank you for letting us be a part of it. Forget, you know, the leader hat for a moment. But just as uh, the Veerling family, we got to come on Christmas and rally in the parking lot with the Love the City team that was getting ready to go out and love the workers. And we got to go to one gas station and do for one what we wish we could do for all and just say to the worker, hey, love you, thank you. And we asked the kids at the end of the day, what was better, receiving gifts or the gas station where we gave? And they all were like, what? Which one? Which one? Exactly. Those weren't our, but it's good. I like that. But the point is, they all said giving. And they said something crazy. I wish we could have recorded it so my kids could do the same. And I thought, you can teach, but when you experience it, when you actually go out and do it, that's the way of our master. That's the way of our rabbi. That's the way of Jesus, that we're not just going to talk it, but we're going to walk it. And then that starts to speak to us. It becomes contagious. So there was a contagious fragrance in the room uh, just from us going out there and being a part of it. And it w- thank you. So that's the point. Thank you for being people that want to make it outward and not just inward, right? Horizontal and vertical. It's always both. And that's really understanding the under- um, love from a Hebrew perspective. We, we think of love and we tie it to all kinds of things. But love had many different meanings, and, but love was always synonymous with action. They were together. That God's love was steadfast, action, normative, that, that we would not only receive, but we would also, we're not saved by good works, but we're saved for good works. They go hand in hand. Uh, kids dropped a special too yesterday. Whoa, Kids City Online. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to watch it, we put together just a, a few little highlights and that will be on demand that you can check out later. But let's tune to the screen and check out the Kid City Christmas episode. Ready? One, two, three. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Matthew 1, 21. That was so much fun. We'll see you next time. Bye. Jesus to be born. You know, we get to hear about the story of Santa. Ho, ho, ho. But let's read the Bible. Yes. So Crystal, read us. Parents, that could be a good moment to have the talk with your kids. Back to our program. And then they gave birth to a son and they named him what? Everyone, what did they name the son? Jesus. Yes. That is awesome. 
that we remember the reason for the season is not the presence, it's the presence of God that is with us through Jesus. Amen to that? Amen! All right, bring it in. Because it tells us why Jesus came. And there's three things I want to highlight. The first thing is that Jesus was born as a human being, just like you and me. The second thing that's really important to know is that Jesus came to save us from our sins. And the third thing is that Jesus did all of this so we could be born again. Isn't that amazing? This gift is absolutely priceless. Priceless. It's better than a new Xbox One. It's better than a PlayStation 5. It's better than new Disneyland tickets, unlimited V-Bucks, I mean a Coco Melon playset, anything you can name. This gift is absolutely priceless. There's nothing we can do to earn it because God in his love wanted to give it to you and to me. Jesus saves. Jesus saves, yes he does, yes, he does. God, gave. God gave, gave us what, gave us what? New, life. new life, from his son, from his son. New, life. new life, from his son, from his son. Jesus, saves. Jesus saves, yes he does, yes, he does. God, gave. God gave, gave us what, gave us what? New, life. new life, from his son, from his son. New, life. new life, from his son, from his son. Kid City, where you at? Right here. That was so amazing. Give it up for the team, all their hard work. I love that the gospel can penetrate through the airwaves, and it's kind of our modern Roman roads, if you will. The roads that were uh, built in the Roman Empire and regime allowed the gospel to travel easier to the ends of the world. And that's what Christ has commissioned us to do, to be witnesses to Jerusalem, Judea, and the ends of the earth. And that means people groups, tribes, different cultures, that it would not only start here, but it would go everywhere. And then so today, the internet can be an avenue or a road. And of course, it can be used for destruction as we see that. We want to rule it and not let it rule us. So that is the gospel being um, shared through uh, just great forms of media, and I love the catchy song. So again, give it up for the Kid City team. Thank you. All right, then last night we dropped a little edgier uh, because, man, I, I just the, sometimes what gets lost in the beautifulness of how we celebrate Christmas, carols and great attire and, you know, good meals and the stories, the movies. But Christ comes into our darkness to bring light. And this cinematic production dropped last night. Check this out. Welcome to a family not forgotten, but a found forever. And what is so powerful is that God showed up in our darkness to bring light. And light came into the world to find us. And Jesus came and went so far and heard our cry because we're never forgotten to God. And the extreme measure God took to get us back into the family,
come Emmanuel, come and ransom captive Israel. He is the King and the Holy One, Christ the Messiah and God's one and only Son. We cannot repay His grace given. Cannot buy our earnest freely given. Let's proclaim His name and live in such a way that on that day, well done is degree. Yeah, no, I gotta back on this. Living a life golden, resting in His list. Like Vegas, beholding while the devil persists. No folding till the wheels fall off the gist. Busy with that hate, busy with division. Loving unity is what we need. This decision, unharden your heart to hear the vision. Come Emmanuel, he was born for our remission. So I pray, as you're tuning into this, that this is a transformative moment for you, for yours, for everyone that you know, that you can feel the grace of God impacting your life right here, right now. We thank you, God, that you came and found us in the wilderness and you gave us life. And you plant us by the streams of life and, God, we're going to have eternal home and with you, and that's just powerful. And we want this to translate through TV, phone, computers, to reach the one. And, God, we pray supernaturally that you will speak through us. So we yield to you. Incredible. Thank you. Thank you for your giving that goes towards that. Thank you for your effort to the team. And I love that even the songs that are curated come from community. They come from relationship. It's, 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 uh, it's awesome. All right. In this brief time that we have for the rest of service, hoping to close this year in this series, Legacy, and point us in a direction with an invitation that God wants to meet us daily, 24-7, but with some intentionality to consecrate ourselves in a fresh way, not competing to where we can try to outdo ourselves, but really respond to the goodness of God, deny the world, and dedicate our lives to God. And next Saturday, we'll kick off 21 days of prayer in 2022 at 6.22 a.m. each morning in the multi-purpose room, 6.22 to 7 a.m. And we will equip you with a prayer guide and a fasting guide that you can have resources that can help guide you through it. But ultimately, God wants to meet us as a community, I believe, with some intentionality that can help uh, transform decades and generations to come. Today is titled, It's Possible Because of Jesus. We looked at Joseph, we looked at Daniel, great examples. But how is it possible for you and I to win? Well, in Christ, we already won. So we're flowing from victory. But he saved us to be on mission as well. That the kingdom's on the move through you and I. We get to bring heaven in the spheres we're in. Come on, God, don't you want us to choose somebody else? No, he longs to work through us, to partner. He's our high priest that understands us in every way because 
He was tempted like us. He knows the struggles. But he's the one who gave us strength and power. So when we're weak, we're actually strong. Looking at an interaction with Jesus and the young rich ruler in Luke 18. Picking the story up from verse 18. And the rich ruler's got everything. All right, so the Christmas that he could roll out, the spread would just be legendary. And this ruler asks Jesus, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Now, he's calling him ruler and teacher, but there's a level of flattery or sarcasm, knowing that, hey, he's about to say, I've done a lot of good things. Look at me. And Jesus says this, why do you call me good? Jesus asked him, no one is good except God alone. So Jesus is showing that it's God the Father in their partnership, but yet Jesus is fully God and fully man, but this is the, the, the Trinity at work, uh, the triune God we have. It, quite profound, but, he, but, but is true. In, in, in verse 20, it says, you know my, you know the commandments. Do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor your father and mother. And all the parents said, amen. Verse 21, I have kept all these from my youth. He's a good boy, so to speak. That's a brave statement. He's kept all those commands since he was young. Verse 22, when Jesus heard this, he told them, you still lack one thing. Sell all you have and distribute it to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. This interaction has always stopped me in my tracks. Many questions that arise, like, do I have to sell everything I have and give it to the poor in order to follow Jesus? No, but Jesus, knowing everything, he knows where your funny bone is. And what's also fascinating about it is he not only asks for it, but he tells him what he'll get. Look back. If he genuinely trusted Jesus in this moment, let's go back to that verse in, uh, right there. Look at it. He says, you will have treasure in heaven. So what he's doing is this increase in his why from a lifetime to an eternal perspective. That your why for eternity is far greater than what you think you possess today. And I would dare venture that, you know, when we give up what we think we deserve, God has a way of giving us more than we dreamed of. Even when I prayed for things that I thought I wanted, I'm grateful that God has veto power, not my will, but his be done. And when he builds something, it lasts. When he inputs a relationship, when he is breathing life into it, it lasts. So I'm grateful when there's times that he's told me no to my prayer requests. Because the ultimate prayer is not my will, but yours be done. We're dependent, we're desperate. But God is promising to this young rich ruler, you will have treasure in heaven. Maybe it's me projecting, but I, I, think, he, I think he would have had uh, the same opportunities on earth if he would have followed that particular model. Now, the Dead Sea uh, community 
chose a way of poverty. The Essenes, the Pharisees, there was natural poverty that you would choose and you would live communal that we would all share our possessions. So there was Jesus followers or God followers at the time that was ultimately culminated in believing in Jesus that, that when you're sharing all you have was a way of the kingdom. And then there was also followers that would follow Jesus that would choose poverty, period. But I think we'll see it's both and. Even if you look into Jesus' 12, his closest disciples that he chooses to impart the most in, he's got different types of people even in that. Zealots, tax collector, I mean, untrained. And he's, got, he's got just a conglomerate of people that there's, there's both and when it comes to some of the methodology, but there's only one way to save us in the kingdom flowing through this. But that's where I would invite us into this. What's the question God might be asking for you to sell, to you to give, and you how to live? I don't know what it is, but he knows where your funny bone is. And when you let it go, he's still promising us for us, you will have treasure in heaven. And then look at verse 24. This is crazy because these people have left their families. They've left their professions. They've left so much. They're just like, all right, Jesus, we're following you. You're our new rabbi. And Christ, he came and he worked within the model. This is quite, quite cool. Jesus probably sat under rabbis himself. And here he is becoming a rabbi that is ultimately the Messiah, the chosen one. And he's got these followers that are going about that don't understand fully how it's going to end. Because remember, they're, they're grumbling, they're complaining. Who's the best? When do we get the throne? Who's going to be on top? You know, there's just this, uh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? But they're missing what really is happening. Just like us, what is happening? Is what's already happened. Emmanuel came, that we get to be a part of him today. Get to move and go forward, that we can count the cost. I know I'm speaking from emotion, but I pray that when the emotions fade, that we trust that the good soil, the seed, the gospel, that's what multiplies our lives 30, 60, and 100 fold. It's Jesus. Jesus on the throne in every area of our life. But I think we'll relate with their unbelief here. Check this out. Seeing that he became sad. The young rich ruler does not choose the right way. Jesus says this then, how hard is it for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God? Now, disclaimer, Jesus is not mad if you have wealth. What he wants to do is give purpose with resources, remembering where our wealth came from, and that ultimately we're stewards. We're managers of a property and possessions that aren't ours. 1 Timothy 6 says, those that are rich in this age, charge them not to be haughty, but to be generous. But yet we also see when it comes to giving, it should not be forced under compulsion, but that we would determine in our own heart what we would give. And how do we give in faith? And how do we live that out? And that's so cool. And those conversations should always happen. Jesus says, though, when you have a lot, sometimes it's hard to actually trust. That's why you hear these stories of someone... Um, losing everything, and then Christ was all they had, and now they want to follow him. Because it's hard to give up what we already have, what we think we've earned, and not recognize that it's, it's the grace of God even working through us that we get the opportunity to work. 
And he says this famous line, verse 25, for it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Now, some commentaries and scholars believe that the camel, this is meaning when a camel would come into the narrow gate of the city, it'd be stripped of all that it was carrying to come in through that gate. But there was another commentary, the NIV Study Bible, that I thought was so neat how he said this. He goes, it's actually more likely to be this uh, hyperbolized statement that how hard would it be to get a camel through a sewing needle? <laughs> That's how hard it is when you trust your, your own works. That's how hard it is when you trust what you have. That's how hard, that, that it would just be impossible with man. Impossible. So verse 26, those who heard this asked, this would be the natural thought. If that guy has done so much good, then who can be saved? He replied, what is impossible with man is possible with God. Then Peter said, look, we have left what we had and followed you. Let's pause there for a minute. You ever done some laps for God? And you're like, hey, God, isn't it enough? I've given so much. When do I get? I've served. Won't somebody serve me? One thing we'd never graduate is exercising our faith. God always makes us uncomfortable. Because when we're weak, we're actually strong. Maybe you've heard the, the, the famous... Um, inaccurate Bible quote. God only helps those that help themselves. Well, I think it's kind of like a man who doesn't work, doesn't eat. I think it might come from that one. But you're not going to find that in Scripture. In fact, God helps those that say they can't and know that God can. Because what's impossible with me and you is possible with God. And Peter said, that's what he said. Look, we've left everything. In verse 29, so Jesus tells them, Truly I tell you, this is so neat, there is no one who has left a house, wife or brothers or sisters or parents or children because of the kingdom of God. Now this is hard to wrestle with. God, I thought you liked family. I thought you want us to have children. Yes. But responding to God's love and loving him would be a contrast equivalent to hating every other relationship. And as we have this connection, Therefore, we would love things in their appropriate context. Priority. Order matters. When we put together something, it matters. Blueprints matter. I haven't seen any house that they pour the foundation on the roof. It matters. Our values when no one's looking, it matters. What we do in private, it is rewarded publicly. The way we exit this year and enter next year. This matters. Increasing our why so that's greater than our what. Making decisions and convictions by ourselves with God and in a community with people that can champion us on. That matters. Because the storms come. Temptations come. We need God to lead us not into temptation. And Jesus goes on in verse 30. Those that have left all of these things, who will not receive many times more at this time? an eternal life in the age to come. 
mic drop, Jesus. What he's saying is, hey, no matter what you think you've given up, it's far greater what I'm going to give. When we think of revival, a lot of times we want external results. Revival is letting Christ have full control of our life. He revived this dead life, dead in sin. And he gave me eternal life. Wow. I mean, think of that proposition. You'd think Jesus should have recruited the young rich ruler because he could have advanced his mission now, today. But yet Christ's words are hard and heavy if you take them and try to be the hero of the story, but they're light and they're freeing when we let Christ be the hero of the story and we surrender, we surrender, we surrender. 21 days of prayer is a, it's, it's a thing on our calendars, just like Christmas came. You put it on your calendar or birthday. You, you, you know, you planned for it. I don't know what you planned for. You might be a vacationer, so you plan for that. Friend, beloved, brothers and sisters, will you plan to spend time with God? Will I plan to let him have full control of my life? We're putting together a prayer guide for all of us. I want to pull this up on the screen. That will help lead us and guide us as a people. We say here that we want to move at the speed of we. There's a speed of me and there's a speed of we. Now, in the speed of a church, we're all collectively, this new people, new family moving. Pretty slow, though. But in that, we can have a speed of me, which some of us might be moving really fast, have to have three jobs, you know, single parent, um, you name it, uh, a startup company. Uh, that's the speed of me. But we can't project just my speed because we want to move at the body. We wanna, so there, there's a freedom to be me, but there's, but there's a conviction and a discipline to be the local church that we're his ecclesia moving at a speed of we. And that speed of we is if we want to go fast, we go alone. But if we want to go far, we go together. Uh, and the 21 days of prayer and fasting is a time for us to go together, but also individually submit and surrender our lives. And so this guide is built off first the verse in Matthew 6.33, next page here. And if, if we don't have your email on file, will you uh, make sure we have it? We'll have these printed. So next Saturday when this starts, we'll have some stuff printed, but this all has hyperlinks in it and meant to digitally be experienced each day. So you can click on things. And, and if, if we don't have your email, you can go to the Connect Center in the hallway here if you're in the room. And if you're online, you can go to citylifelancing.com and connect. And we'll get this resource to you as it goes out this week. Well, here's what's in this resource. Just a little letter. And then the next page uh, gives a why, gives a what, gives a when, gives a where. Anyone who's ever started a workout routine, you know that there's not enough discipline that can keep you going. There's not enough willpower in the day that can keep you going. There has to be something in us for the love of the game, a why. Keeping it on our dashboard. Is it a picture of our kids? Is it remembering what Christ saved us from? What is our why? In prayer and fasting, it increases our why so that when the what gets hard, we can override it and rule it and put it in its proper place. Value-based decisions, priorities, prior. And I know this is convicting right now for, for many of us because we're already starting to believe it. I already started something and I failed. Well, guess what? Peter started the journey. He's having those same interactions with God. 
He starts to then think he has power in his own strength. But what's impossible with man is possible with God. Peter's known as the rock. Well, how? He denied Jesus three times. Well, Jesus shows up after he denied him three times, Jesus in his risen glory, and he asks him this famous interaction. Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Three times. They kind of triumph the three denials. But the language there of how love is, is different. There's, he's asking him, can you God love me? Jesus is saying. And Peter keeps responding, of course I can brotherly love you. And then finally at the end, Jesus says, yeah, can you brotherly love me? And he goes, yeah, I can brotherly love you. And the exchange was, hey, Peter can't God love. He can just brotherly love. But God can have the agape flowing through each one of us because it's him. He's the rock. He's the cornerstone that he will build his church. So he's looking for available people. He's looking for people that will surrender because what's impossible with me and you is possible with God. There's already a whole bunch of buts. No, I can't. No way. I failed. Look, God's strength this season. Maybe hit the reset button right now. Doubt met with faith right now. So there's a why, there's a what, there's a when, there's a where. And then there's some FAQs. And the next page, there's some tips. One that's really fun to highlight is this, is uh, number three, pray with your voice, not how you heard someone else pray. <laughs> this takes time, but remember, God loves to connect with you. And then the next section shows there's fasting tips. There will be a commitment. There's the types of fasting that you could, you could choose. And then just start to write down what day, what you want to do. And then there's the prayer focuses. And the next page for the 21 days will lead us through different prayers. There's hyperlinks to all the scriptures of where that comes from. And then moving on. There's some additional resources. And then lastly, there's a prayer story to encourage you uh, of a, a classmate of mine that prayed for me. Yeah, it's, it's a great story. It's, it's so cool how the Lord prompted her to pray for me when I was eight years old. And I didn't learn about it until our 10-year reunion. So all that will be available in your inbox. So where do we go? 2021. The past is gone. The past is a teacher. We need to go back there to, to heal, but we can't reside there. We don't make a home there. The only home we make is in the cross, and then he made it forward thinking. Hey, go. Go and make disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So as you're going, go baptize and let all people know that I'm the king and my kingdom is here. And that starts with me and you. I am the one for the one. So we'll wrap up this morning with our year-end offering as we've been talking about. If you aren't prepared for it and you're hearing it for your first time, no pressure. But that'll be an opportunity for those that are vested in city life. As a family, we talked about it again last night and we'll be given uh, half of each of our portion in each service and there was an interaction with our oldest and one of our younger kids was like we can't give that much and we have to provide for ourselves first and then our oldest was like yeah but we need to give in faith too and it was a, it was a cool moment stretching us and in the household and I I'll be honest I, I was kind of like I'm not trying to give in faith in this season 
I'm just trying to get, you know. But, but that was how God was stirring us up. I just share that. I don't know how he's stirring you up. You might, you might say, no, he's not calling you to give. I, I don't know. But, but that was what was working in our household last night. And then we will just worship. We'll, we'll sing the first two songs that we sang to start service. We're going to lift up that great name. And then we're going to ask God to do a miracle of what's impossible in our lives. And just submit and surrender. And there's that moment where even humble yourself. You feel led to come up to the altar and just bow. Do that. If you want to sit, do that. You want to stand, do that. But ask God, does he want you to come to prayer? Does he want you to tune in? What's he want to do with some relationships this year? Where does he want you to work? How do we know if we don't ask him? And it's quite remarkable how the small, still voice of God through his word, which never contradicts his word, he actually speaks to us. It's so beautiful. One of the lies of uh, church for too long is that the pastor has some secret connection with God. But yet you and me, when we put our faith in Jesus, we are heirs. We can all come boldly. There's no more veil. There's no more holy. You can enter the Holy of Holies because of the high priest, Jesus Christ. And if you've never done that, like made Jesus Lord and Savior, today's the moment. And then there's nothing that separates you from the Holy of Holies close with God if this world doesn't give us another thing we have Jesus amen alright there's a few ways that you can give I'm going to give online for our year end offering and just select uh, the legacy year end offering and if you're given in person there will be buckets that pass and then we'll just sing Pray for us that God will use every dollar to impact people and impact the one. God, we lay, I mean, gifts figuratively before your feet. I mean, it's just, it's just dollars. But yet you use dollars to create initiatives, to create resources to help turn on the lights so that the one can come back home any, any Sunday and to empower us on mission that 24-7, we're not a Sunday. We're, we're a 24-7, 365 people. We are love the city everywhere we go. God, we want to steward what you're doing here well. We want to end 2021 being so generous. We want to give in faith. And I pray right now that's being stirred up in each of our hearts is ultimately, God, we ask you what you want us to do. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. The buckets will pass, and let's sing and worship that great name, and then there's a miracle in the works. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. To get connected, learn more, and invest financially, go to citylifelansing.com.